We are in the season of Thanksgiving now, and I, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for your generosity with the parish over this past year. This is the time of the year when, when most parishes, and here we've done it at St. John, where we offer uh, some kind of an update on stewardship and look back at the last year. All of that you can find out on our parish website. Um, I would uh, ask you as you leave Mass today, though, to, to grab the little handout that we have in addition to the bulletin. Here uh, on the, the cover are just some, some words from me thanking you for your generosity with the parish over this past year. Um, it was a little bit of an odd year in terms of just kind of the, the, the f some financial ups and downs in terms of just odd things like having Christmas fall on a Sunday that kind of threw things off, of, off a bit. But when all was said and done, uh, your, your generosity was really so great and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Uh, this past year, we, we were able to finish paying off all of the bills on the work that we did in the convent renovation and all of that, that, that closed down last September and we were able to get all of that fully, fully paid off. We were able to put a good amount aside in our capital reserve. Uh, so good things that, that happened as a result of, of your generosity. So I just, I wanted really very simply here at Mass just to say thank you for your generosity to the parish in our regular offertory. Um, sometimes we get questions from, from families asking, Father, what does the big picture of the parish giving look like? Like, where, where is that coming from? And then also, sometimes I know parishioners are interested, I wonder where I fall in, in all of that giving. And so, on the back of that same handout, we did just some real basic uh, analytics on the offertory, two charts that you, I think you'll be interested in taking a look at that, that answer those questions that, that often come up from all of you. So I'll give you a reminder to take a look, uh, to grab that and take a look at it as, as you leave today along with the bulletin. Um, my, my thanksgiving is not just for your generosity with the offertory, but my gratitude to the Lord for being able to be here with you and to be able to serve as your pastor. Uh, in the bulletin, in my regular column there, I, I, I it took some time just to express thanks to you for the witness of your faith, your love for the Lord, the ways that you, that you give of yourselves that really are so inspiring for me. Um, there are those of you that, that really push out deep into what we have going on in the gospel today. Uh, the gospel, that, that scene there, reminds us that all of us are stewards of the Lord. To be a steward is to be entrusted with something that's not ours that when it's all said and done, we, we don't take it with us eternally. And that, that's us before the Lord. And it begins with the gift of our life. You're not one of us was responsible for our, our own creation. We receive life from God and from our mom and our dad. But from that, everything else flows out. The way that we typically talk about our, our stewardship of what God has given us is time, and talent and treasure. And that, that does, in a good way, kind of cut across the, the major areas. But in the gospel today, we have the Lord reminding us and encouraging us, I want you to be bold in what I've given to you. Don't be afraid to step out and be bold in using everything that I've entrusted to you. 
And that's the, the, the sad kind of uh, part of the gospel parable today is that we have the one servant who received the one talent and he buries it and when the master comes back, he just gives back the one talent. But the thing that's sad is that the master says, well, what happened? And the servant says, I was afraid. I was afraid to do anything with this because I know, I know that you were expecting me to do something with it and, and you're demanding. And that, I, I think we need to hear that not in a bad way. I think it's, it's, a, it's a, a sign of our dignity before God, the way he made us, that, that he knows what we're capable of and it's so much more than burying what he's entrusted to us. And so there's just a real note of sadness in the parable. I, I was afraid and that fear paralyzed me and so I didn't do anything. And the Lord today is encouraging us and calling us don't let fear get the last word in your life. You know, when all is said and done, this parable Jesus gives us, it's a sign, a reminder of what will happen at the end of our life. We, we will stand before God as his stewards and his servants, and he wants us to be able to stand before him with the joy of having been bold, using all of the gifts, the talents, everything entrusted to us and to not stand before him with the regret of having become paralyzed by fear. And we've, we've all experienced that regret before. Like in the big picture of our life, all of us in different relationships have experienced the regret in our heart after the fact when we could say of a relationship with a family member or a friend where we could say, Ah, why didn't I love them better? I want to love them better, but why do I let fear hold me back? That happens a lot in our relationship with God and with one another. I, I've shared this with you, but I remember that was the huge obstacle as my conversion was unfolding was the fear of, of the, the question, like how, do I, how am I gonna follow Jesus? Like how, will, how could I ever live this out? A huge amount of fear that kept me from giving that yes to the Lord until the Lord showed me, Eric, that fear you have, it's rooted in some wrong thinking. You think that it's up to you by your strength to follow me, that it's up to you by your strength to live out this life that I'm calling you to. And, and it's not. I need your yes, but I will provide the grace and the help that you need to live that out. That was a huge turning point for me that got rid of the fear. But how often in the big picture of our life do we allow fear to hold us back in the way that we love God, the way that we love neighbor? And then in those specific areas as stewards of, of time and talent and treasure, what is the fear that's primarily at work in, in your life? I think for the, for the servant in the the gospel parable today, the primary fear was, I don't want to let him down. I know that he's expecting a lot and his fear of letting the master down paralyzed him and he buried the money. Maybe for some of you, you felt the Lord calling you to step out boldly in how you, you put to use the talents, the gifts and abilities he's given you, the time he's entrusted to you, and the financial treasure that he's entrusted to you. Maybe for some of you, fear of, I don't wanna let him down, paralyzes you. 
For some of you, a, a huge fear that, that many of us experience is the lack of control. We love, in our woundedness from sin, we love and, and strive to be in total control of our life. And when someone invites us, when the Lord calls us to step out and to give of time or talent or treasure, sometimes the fear of giving up that control really cuts deep. Like when I did the opening announcements today and I invited you to consider serving, giving a couple of hours at our upcoming Advent market, I bet for some of you, when you heard that, your heart recoiled. Because for some of you, time is the way that you most control your life. And to give some of that time away is a source of fear for you. What's interesting is that sometimes that fear, it really only expresses itself in particular areas of our life. So for example, for some of you, there's no fear at all giving generously financially. It's just, it's just something that you've, you've never been paralyzed by. But for some of us, the, the control and the security that, that our finances gives us leads to a lot of fear when we think about letting go of some of that. So it's interesting how there can be areas of our life where we can be very generous as God's stewards, other areas where the fear really spikes up. What, what is the fear for, for you? For, for some, it's the fear of, of being vulnerable and simply stepping out. And for others, it's the control, it's security. It's letting the master down. But what, what is that for you? The Lord today, he says to us so, so beautifully in, in the parable, at its heart, he's basically saying, don't let fear drive your life. Don't let it hold you back, especially in the big picture of the way that you love God and the way that you love neighbor. But we're in the flesh, and the way that you love your neighbor is never just kind of in good feelings, but it's, it's in the way that you, that you give of your time to serve your neighbor, that you give of the things God's entrusted to you to love your neighbor, and it always becomes real and concrete. So the Lord is saying, don't let that fear hold you back. You think about all of the times in Scripture where the Lord says those basic words, do not be afraid. And there are, you know, some uh, Scripture scholars say, this looks like it is the most frequently spoken encouragement by the Lord in the whole of Scripture. Do not be afraid. We weren't made for fear, and yet so often that fear, it does hold us back. But fear only ever leads to regret. Like how many of you have ever been paralyzed by fear and, and then when, when it passes and you, and you just got hunkered down, paralyzed, how many of you when, when that was all said and done said, wow, I am really joyful that I was so paralyzed by fear. Like, none of us ever say that. It's only ever regret. Why did I not step out? Why did I not love more generously? Why did I let that fear get the best of me? At the end of our life, the Lord says, don't, don't let it all come to an end in the regret of having let fear paralyze you. I made you to be bold, the Lord says. I'm giving you grace and gifts to be bold. Don't be afraid to be bold. And the beauty is we know that he understands us because sometimes when we step out and, and we're bold and it doesn't go well, 
he, his mercy and his patience are so great. And so we need not fear in that way. We need not fear stepping out and being bold and, and loving servants of the one from whom we have received every good gift. This coming Thursday as we celebrate Thanksgiving, this is a chance for us to offer that thanks to the Lord for having entrusted so abundantly so many gifts to us. And I'll, I'll end now just where I began, just uh, thanking you for, for, for the gift of being able to, to be here and serve you. I, I, I do love being your pastor. I love getting to serve you in that way. And I love how often the Lord uses you to call me out to, to a greater faith and hope and love. Um, he works through you for me in that way. And, and for that, I, I am so grateful among many things uh, that, I, that I get to be here with you and, and serve you in, in this way.